Bruchim Abam, welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha on Parshas Vayakel Pekudeh, the Balhaturim on Parshas Vayakel. And I would like to share with you the comments of Balhaturim today. It's just a magnificent uh, revelation of the Balhaturim, which will shed light on a very fundamental and important understanding of Shabbos in general. But let's begin with the following question. We know that the Malachos that we refrain from on Shabbos are the Lamed Tes Malachos. What are the Lamed Tes Malachos? So these are the Malachos needed in the functioning of the mission. Actually, Rashi, and Ayin Gimel says, these were the Malachos necessary in the construction of the Mishkan. The opinion of Rav Haigain is these were the Malachos necessary in the regular functioning of the Mishkan. So we rest from those Malachos that were needed to build the Mishkan. But don't we say Shabbos is Zecher Lamaseh Barishis? Isn't Shabbos to commemorate the creation of the world? When we rest on Shabbos, aren't we emulating HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who created the world? The Lord created the world in six days, he rested on the seventh, and we emulate the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In fact, the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, a Gentile that rests on Shabbos, is liable to the uh, death penalty because Shabbos is the scepter of the king. Shabbos is something that belongs to Hashem. There's only one person in the kingdom who's allowed to use the scepter of the king and that is the child of the king. The Chidah says Shabbos demonstrates we are the children of Hashem. Only we could use his scepter. But that means the understanding of Shabbos is just like Hashem created the world in six days and rested on Shabbos, so we rest to commemorate Hashem's Shabbos. So Shabbos commemorates God resting from creating the world. So why are the activities that we're now allowed to do on Shabbos the activities needed to build the Mishkan? Mishkan man dachar shmei. What does the Mishkan have to do with anything? Why are the malachas that we rest from determined by what was needed in the construction of the Mishkan? Comes the Balaturim. And the Balaturim in the beginning of Ayakel, Periklam and Hepasik Aleph, La'asos. Twice we find in Tanakh the word La'asois. The word La'asois could be arranged Lamid Teisha, 39. It's also missing above. Says the Balaturim to teach that there are 39 malachas that we do during the six days and we don't do them on Shabbos. Likewise, we find Asher Bara Eloikim La'asois. That is mentioned in Vayichulu. Now the Balaturim says, if you count from the beginning of Ayakel until Loisavaru Eish B'chomayish Vaisechem Yem HaShabbos, you have 39 words, also alluding to the 39 Malachas of Shabbos. But now the Balaturim says something which is out of this world. He says, if you count up the verbs in Bereshis, namely, Vayavdel, Vayoymer, Vayasev, Vayivra, you have 39 verbs. This is a remez to the Lamed Tes Malachis. Wait a second. Now the Balatum is revealing to us that Hashem created the world with 39 Malachis? This is incredible. That means Rebunisham used 39 activities to create the world. Amazingly, if you look in the Yoitzrois, or Parsha Shkalim, we find the following expression. Rebbe Lezer HaKalir, one of the great old-time Paitanim, says, Ozra Isa v'safarta v'hechanta v'chakarta u'madarita v'chalta 
In other words, Rivan Sham, then you saw, you counted, you investigated, you measured, you weighed, you estimated, you piled, you visited, you thought. What are all these expressions? What is the meaning of all of this? There's a certain Gemara in Masech Tabrachas that always troubled me. And I think this Gemara will shed a lot of light of our, on, upon our understanding of Shabbos in general. The Gemara says in Masech Tabrachas, Betzalel knew how to combine the letters with which the Almighty created heaven and earth. So I look at this Gemara and I think to myself, you know, good for Betzalel. Why do I need to know that Betzalel knew how to do that? You know, my third cousin, he could recite the telephone book backwards standing on his head. But, you know, you don't need to know that. And why do I need to know that Betzalel knew how to combine the letters with which Hashem created heaven and earth? It must be the Gemara saying that for Betzalel to construct the Mishkan, he needed to know how the Rebbeinu created heaven and earth. But Betzal is not making heaven and earth, he's making a Mishkan. Why would Betzal need to know the letters with which the Rebbeinu created heaven and earth? Comes Rabbi Yisrael Mishkalav in his Hakdama to the Sefer Pas HaShulchan, he's one of the primary disciples of the Vilna Gain. And he says that the Vilna Gain said that the 39 descriptive words used by Rabbi Lezer HaKalir in the Yoitzrois for Parsha Shkalem are the 39 activities with which the Yibam created the world. Hashem created the world with Lamet Hes And they are described in the 39, 39 expressions found in the Yoitzrois to Parsha Shkalem. Comes the Sefer, Ion Tfilah, of Yaakov Tzvi Mecklenburg. And he reveals to us something incredible. Based on these comments, as we saw Mishkalaf, if God created the world with 39 malachas, so really on Shabbos, we are emulating the Creator, who did 39 activities to create the world, and He rested from them, so we should rest from those activities with which the Almighty created the world. The only thing is, who could possibly fathom the activities with which Rebunisham created the world? Me, Yavoy Besoyed Hashem, who can enter the secrets of God? However, the Mishkan is a microcosm of the universe. The Mishkan is literally a miniature universe. How do we know that? We learn that from the fact. And that scene, I believe, in the Gemara that says, B'Tzalel knew how to combine the letters with which Hashem created heaven and earth. B'Tzalel needed to know how Hashem created heaven and earth, otherwise he could not created, create an Oilam Katan, a small world, namely the Mishkan. Therefore, since it would be impossible for a human being, a Basar Adam, to know what are the activities Hashem used to create the world, let's see what activities are needed to create the Oilam Katan, the, the Mishkan, and from there we could glean which activities were necessary for the Yibam to create the world, and by resting from the activities that were needed to create the Mishkan, were essence emulating the Creator who rested from the activities He used to create the world. Now, what the Balhaturim is doing for us is he's saying that in fact, if you look at the Sukkim and Bereshis carefully, you will notice and you will see that there are 39 verbs used to describe how Hashem created the world. La'asois, tes, la'asois, lamid, tesha, 39. And 
the 39 verbs are found. Briois, Malachois, Havayois, Haitsois, Havdalois, they, they add up to 39. So this is really a transformative understanding of the Mishkan, the Mishkan being a microcosm of the universe, and the activities that Salel used to make the Mishkan are the, is the insight with which we can understand the activities Hashem used to create the world. And that's why This gives us insight into a number of comments of Chazal. The Gemara Megillah says on Yonah Medbez that it says upon the construction of the Mishkan that that day was a simcha before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like the day that heaven and earth were created. What's the connection between the building of the Mishkan and heaven and earth? But now we see that the Mishkan was a microcosm of the universe, and therefore the simcha that Hashem experienced, so to speak, when the Mishkan was created, was similar to the simcha that he felt by creating heaven and earth. Furthermore, the Medrash Rabbah says in Nasai, Pasha Yud Beis, Oisir Aleph, Yerushua ben Levi says in the name of the Rashbi, when the Mishkan was constructed, it didn't say Lehakim HaMishkan, but Lehakim Es HaMishkan. That along with the Mishkan, something else was stabilized, namely the entire world. Through the erection of the Mishkan, the entire world was stabilized. So the Mishkan is not only a microcosm of the world, but literally gives stability to the entire world. Furthermore, if you look at Medrash Tanchuma, Parshas Pekudei, and it's also a Medrash Rabbah and Parshas Nasai, that every component of the Mishkan corresponds to a different element of the world. So the heaven and earth corresponds to the curtains of the Mishkan because the Shamayim was stretched out like a urea. It says on the second day, Havdalah vihimavdil beinmayim lamayim. And in the Mishkan, vihivdila haparoiches. The gathering of the water on the third day, the gathering of the water in the Kiar. Every element of this universe is reflected and represented in the Mishkan. The Mishkan is literally a microcosm of the universe. With this understanding of the Mishkan, and the Mishkan giving us insight into the Malachas needed with which Hashem created the world, the Imre Emes says this would answer something that uh, has plagued many. The Gemara and Shabbos and Nafayin says, and comments on the Pasuk and Parshas Vayakel, that the only malach of the 39 malachos that is enunciated explicitly in the Torah is, Loisavaru eish b'chomosh v'yseicham yem ha-Shabbos, do not light a fire in all of your dwelling places on Shabbos. And there's a machlok is Tanoim, Rabbi Yossi says, that this is the only malacha explicitly mentioned, Havara l'lav that while all the other lavim are chiyuve misa, one is chayiv kares for violating Shabbos, and with witnesses, one is chayiv skila for making a fire on Shabbos, it's only a lav. Reb says no, havara lechalik yatzis. The reason by one particular malacha was specified is to teach that in order to be chayiv on Shabbos, you don't have to do all 39 malachas in one halam and one forgetting. As long as you do one malacha, that's enough to be mechayiv. Ask the Yimri Yemes, why does the Torah choose Havara? Of all the Lama Tesmalachas, why specifically Havara was used as an illustration that you only have to violate one to be Chayiv on Shabbos? Says the Yimri Yemes, based on our understanding, that what are you now to do on Shabbos? We cannot do on Shabbos those activities with which Hashem created the world. 
Now, of all the malachas of Shabbos, there's one particular malacha that Hashem did not use to create the world, namely Havara. Why? As the Gemara says in Masech Psachim, that the first fire came into being when Adam Arishon rubbed two stones together Saturday night, Matzai Shabbos. So in fact, Havara was not extant in the creating of the world. Havara only existed Matzai Shabbos. So you would have thought that you're allowed to make a fire on Shabbos. Because the, the malachos you're now to do on Shabbos are those malachos that the Rebbe used to create the world. But the Rebbe did not use fire to create the world. Fire did not exist until Matzai Shabbos. And therefore the Torah specifies to indicate that even though all the other malachos are those malachos with which Hashem used to create the world, fire is still usher. I would add, humbly, that why, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, is Havara the most lenient of all the lav? And why is it only a lav and not a karis? And the answer would seem quite clear. All the other lavin, in fact, we cannot do because the Rebbe used to create the world, but the Rebbe did not use fire to create the world. And therefore, it's much more lenient than the other malachas. But this understanding that what we're now to do on Shabbos is not the malachas that were used in building the Mishkan. The malachas used in building the Mishkan only gives us an insight into those malachas that the Rebbe used to create the world. This is all brought out by the amazing discovery of the Balaturim. That if you look in Sefer Bereshis, in Parshas Bereshis, in the creation of the world, 39 verbs are used describing the creation of the world, as the Gra points out that in the Piyot of the Yotzreis for Shabbos, uh, Parsha Shkolim, 39 verbs are used. And we need a personality like the Balaturim to go through with a fine comb, comb through the Psukim Embracious and to bring to the light of day this beautiful gem that there are 39 verbs used in Bereshis corresponding to the 39 activities with which we, um, with which we bunch them used to create the world. And therefore we, by observing the Shabbos, are emulating the Creator. We become a partner with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Masa Bereshis. And with a partner like the Rebbein it is no wonder that Shabbos is the Makar of all brachos and in the zechus of our learning about Shabbos and our observing of Shabbos, all of us, Shefa, Bracha, Vahatzlacha, a wonderful Shabbos, Parshas Vayakov, Pekudeh, up ahead, Shabbos, HaChodesh, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Haba, Aleinu, Letoiva, Agut and Shabbos.